What's going on? Welcome to Totally Blitz Podcast. We're talking to AFC, NFC Championship games. And as always, go down, drop your comment of your picks, your bets. And if you're new to the channel, subscribe. And as always, like this video. These are your hosts. I'm Paul Pick'em Win'em Concha, the sport, the drunk sport gambler, the sport encyclopedia, the controversy. And as always, my co-host. Man, that boy Paul came in with that energy today. I like it, man. It's your boy, Kev. Water boy, boy, a.k.a. the Dom P.Y.E. A.K.A. the realest motherfucker on your screen. Damn, Paul, we at the motherfucking conference championships. My team, I picked down. I actually rewatched our preseason video, and you want to know who my picks were? Were the Rams and the Raiders. I went the Rams and the they they were they were so good before the season on paper, and they were shit to bed. The Raiders were like more my long shot pick. Damn. Damn, that's freezing cold. That's super cold. The Raiders were like 0-7 oh, at one point. Who was my other pick? You took the Bills in the NFC. You took um because we didn't want to each side. Packers, my dusty ass. You did, you did. You said every year the Packers seem like the obvious choice, and they always burn me. This year I'm doing it again. You're like that, that's how he did it. And usually when I say they always burn me. I usually get burned. That's what I learned this season. Yeah, there was a, some cold takes like our Derek Carr MVP pick. Our, my Lamar Jackson MVP pick got killed a long time ago. Um, I think you took Joe Burrow MVP. That wasn't a bad pick. Yeah, I took Joe Trice. And he didn't start playing well until now. Yeah, like his second half See, If you play like that all year, you'll be looking pretty. And then I'm trying to remember what else I remember off the top of my Like the Jags pick was there. You had one where it was like the Falcons over under was way too low because how how do the Giants, Panthers, and the Seahawks have a higher one? And then all three of those teams like had like a really good season for what it's worth. In my in my defense, we beat the Seahawks. <laughs> and then we both shitted on the Cowboys. Like this team won't win like more than 10. They got worse everywhere on the paper. All crying. And then the boys had like a 12 win season. Like they were at one point, like I think 10 and 2. And I was sitting there, like, damn, like this is that, that that's dead. Michael Parsons made us say, Michael Parsons said, huh? Oh, all right. I'll see him. Yeah, there is a, there was a lot of freezing cold takes, but there were some diamonds hidden in the rough on that. I will say, we, I have to rewatch it again more thoroughly, but there were, I, I had a good time rewatching the preseason because everything sounded so good before the season. No cap. This season was like it was because there was so much shake up. It was like where anything could fucking happen. I did say when on my knowledge, so that I that Titans Jag take was so golden because I said the Jags would beat them, and then I said Titans got worse, and then I pointed out how their defense lost Landry and uh, Simmons is a dog, but all by himself he can't do much, and like he didn't do anything this season because it was all by himself, and then I also said um. Uh, Derrick Henry, like you think you you're loading the box now, wait until you see a defense without a quarterback. And like that's exactly what the Titans had to deal with all season. And and then the uh then I said they'll probably split a game with the Texans this season, how bad they are. And they they split a game with the Texans this season. I was like, God damn, like fucking check off all those boxes for the Titans. <laughs> I didn't even do the Titans was the shit. Before they, um, before the Titans knew they weren't. But here we are, Kev. I mean, 
It's been a long year of football. Three games left, like you said, two conference championship games, and then the Super Bowl. I did for this episode. I already finished two of them. I'm on my third one. It's my third shooter because in the playoffs, all we have left is real shooters. Yeah. <laughs> Woo, that shit's strong. I also love you been drinking this because it's a Russian drink, and that boy Better TF fights this week in boxing. Dang, Better BF fights too. And it's the Royal Rumble this weekend. I was sitting there watching Ooh. the Royal Rumble. Shout out all our WWE fans. You know, if I watch any pay per views, I'm going to watch the Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. I don't even know how niggas, the girls. I, bro, you should have seen my face when I found out that the women are like super big superstars now in the WWE. Hey, I will say one thing that I will, I'm hating on is like the WWE does a lot of th- good things, but sometimes they fuck up some good things because they brought John Cena back. He was like a show that when he came back, it was in Tampa. I almost won tickets to go to it. I wish I did. But someone pointed out, why would you have John Cena come back on a random Friday night SmackDown when the Royal Rumble was literally a month later? You could have had an, a crazy pop if you would have been like the the twelfth man in the Royal Rumble, and you hear that. Oh my! <laughs> like, bro, like that would have been insane. That that would have been insane. Like seeing everyone's face that's fighting, and like Roman Reigns is in the ring. He's just like looking off to the side, like, no, nah, I can't be. Like you know, like that would have been a, like they do great things when the uh, when people in the thread start pointing out some like. Missed opportunities. I'm like, damn, that's a big missed opportunity. Was it a big deal when Eddie came back? Like, I mean, I seen, I got, the, I seen like commercials and shit. Yo, John Cena is back, but like, the biggest deal about it was he came back with a bald spot because Twitter did not let leave that shit down. But they were in that bitch like zooming in on it. Like, damn, <laughs> like Hollywood does this to you. Like, but they were, God, they, were hot. they oh, said shit. the Rock left with a head full head of hair, came back bald. Y'all almost did the same thing to Cena. Damn, nigga got out just in time. But, man, let's get to these games, man. That's lit as fuck. It's going to be a great weekend of shit and watch. What time does the first game start? Um, The first game is going to be oh, – why did that shit close? One second. I believe it's at 3.30 on Sunday Eastern time. My uh, What I had in front of me closed down for whatever reason. I'll have it up in a second. Is there – yeah, I got it in front of me now. First game, NFC Championship, 49ers versus Eagles. will be on Fox at 3 p.m. Eagles are two-and-a-half-point favorites. It's looking like it may move to three. A lot of people are betting the Eagles right now. 49ers, two-and-a-half-point underdogs on the road. How do you see this game coming down to – what do you see it uh, coming down to? Is it coaching? Is it players? Is it schemes? How do you feel? This is why you gotta love the NFL, right? Because in football, in um, in boxing and MMA, styles make fights. Even in basketball, styles can make fit. Styles can win championships. But in football, styles win. Styles can win the game. But it's such a piece, such a chess piece, such a chess game. You still gotta play the chess game. This team, this team, both have great defenses, so they both check off the board. Ten defenses, ten out of ten defenses, motherfucking. Their head coach, you got Kyle Shannon. He's, he's played. He was on the motherfucking coaching on the Washington um Redskins fucking coaching super team with Sean McVay, Matt Lafleur, Kyle's um his dad, the big Shanahan. Like he was really. He's been in this coaching game for a minute. He's been uh, how many fucking conference championships? He went to the Super Bowl as the offensive coordinator with the Falcons. Like motherfucking. He did the Super Bowl with Jimmy G. 
where he went to the Super Bowl. Was running overall. It was literally one Jimmy G throw away from like a championship, uh, a Super Bowl win against the Chiefs. The mighty, mighty Chiefs back then, like Pat, Pat Mahomes, 50 dumb season, 50 touchdown season type Pat, Pat Mahomes. So this game is going to be interesting. So like, and then, and then you got the quarterbacks. You got motherfucking Jalen Hurts and the fucking team and the bosses and the bosses and motherfucking Brock Purdy, the Mr. Relevant who became something out of, out of nothing, right? This game clicks, checks every box when it comes to storylines and narratives. I know ESPN was probably killing that shit this week. But what do you trust more? Do you trust this defense to fuck up Mr. Relevant, or do you trust the coaching to have something to get Christian McCaffrey and all the weapons going, even though this defense is going to be creating pressure? So this is what makes this game so fucking crazy to pick. Yeah, and both defenses, given both tens, I think this is legitimately the best and second best defense in the NFL. I think 49ers have the best. I think Eagles have the second best, and there's a very slight margin. They have two of the highest scoring defenses as well. These are defenses that get turnovers and turn them into points sometimes, pick sixes, fumble sixes. I, For that reason alone, like I just don't know how this is a two. I can see this being – I see this game similar to Chiefs-Bengals as a pick. They have Eagles as a two-and-a-half-point favorite. I understand you're giving respect to the team that when healthy, they seemed unbeatable. The only the, One of their losses is when they weren't healthy. Uh, so, I mean – you can't pick anyone wrong here. I'm personally rocking with Brock Hard Purdy and this 49ers defense. Standing here and them boys, they've been there, done that. Sirianni hasn't been there. He hasn't done that. I'm taking the more proven team. And I just think Jalen Hurts and what they've done is incredible. But there is this one facet on their defense that is a little bit weaker that sometimes some games has been exploited. Uh, check the Washington Commanders game. Check the games where it was real close with, like, the Lions and stuff. When they when people run up the gut against them, it typically works pretty decent. Like, that's your one way of attacking is running the ball, usually up the gut. And if anyone knows how to run the ball, it's Shanahan. He knows how to get people into spaces where they will win. And now you have CMC, a legitimate running back one, Debo. Like, this is nothing that I, I can sit here and be like, oh, this, I, I, there's no way I'm taking this team. Right, that's interesting that you say that because I agree with everything you say, man. But I look at it like this. Brock Purdy has played well, and I think he's played really well because he hasn't made mistakes like that. He doesn't throw interceptions. He knows. But there are these games where he only has 183 yards. Like, he can have – and then the running game kind of spazzes, so you don't notice. I think this is a game we're going to notice. I don't think this defense is going to crazy kill him on the pressure because the 49ers O-line has blocked well all season. But they're going to get pressure back there and make him look uncomfortable. And that they're going to not – they're not going to show his Mr. Irrelevant, but they're going to show, like, yo, like, this Eagles team has became determined. They're healthy. They're running at all cylinders. And their offense just has to figure something out. Jalen Hurts is going to have to get creative this game if they really, really want to fucking win. I don't like how they're the favorites because I really like the um, 49ers as a favorite in this game, but they're, they're at home. So this home crowd, even though the 49ers don't give a fuck, they'll pull up to Lambeau and beat Aaron Rodgers' ass in the snow if they got whatever they feel like it. So motherfucking it's got, I believe in these Eagles. I think A.J. Brown had a quiet game last week. He's coming ready to make some shape, make something shape. The, the Devontae Smith 
It's always been a dog. Dallas Goddard, a dog. And motherfucking, this running game is going to establish itself, even though this is a big, tough defense. We're going to figure something out. We can't forget the Falcons fucked this 49ers team up. Like, there's a way to beat them, boys. Yeah, and uh, the Chiefs fucked up the 49ers. And I, I did see George Kettle talking about on his thing. Like, because that's when people are pointing out, like, Eagles can put up points like the Chiefs do. And when the Chiefs beat the 49ers, they just, they just put up more points. They were, like, I think almost put up 40 on them. That was also a little bit earlier in the season before the boys really got into the momentum of shutting shit down. And the second half of the season, they're unfathomable great defense. They were going to, like, I think they gave up, like, seven points, like, in the one fourth quarter. Like, niggas probably gave up, like, one fourth quarter touchdown that season at the second and, half. And at each, someone pointed out, like, at each position, they have arguably the best person, if not the best, a top five, top three guy. Like, you look at running back, arguably CMC is the best of you taking into account, like, his receiving threat, all that stuff. But even if not, top three, top five guy, George Kittle, probably not the best, but if not one, he's top three right behind him and uh, Mark Andrews. Then Debo, and then Fred Warner, then Nick Bosa, like, Every one of these guys is a Trent Williams, the left tackle. Like these are legitimately like they're make at each position they're top five. Like so, it's like they get they're all game changers. And I'm not saying I can't say the same because the Eagles, Jalen Hurts, arguably was top three quarterback this year. Uh, Miles Sanders, like top five in rushing yards this year. The fucking Roquan Smith. Uh, Brad Bradbury and Darius Slay, fucking AJ Brown, like, but every one of them I would say is a, a slight tier under than what the 49ers have. Like AJ Brown is great, but I'm taking Debo over AJ. Um, mm. Miles Sanders I, is great, but I'm taking CMC over mine. Like I, Dallas Goddard, I, great, but I'm taking George Kittle over him. Brokon Smith is great, I'm taking Fred Warren over him. Lane Johnson is great, I'm taking Trent Williams over him. And I just go to the only one I can't is Jalen Hurts. And that would be the factor. If Jalen Hurts comes in and balls out, fuck, I'm wrong. Eagles Eagles did that shit. But if this is anything like that national championship game, there ain't no tool on the bench that can bail you out, my guy. So give me the give me the 49ers. I had to blow some smoke on that one. That was a solid take, but I got the Eagles, man. I believe in them, man. Go! Fly Eagles fly. They've been flying pretty damn high this year. I do have a couple props. CMC over 60 and a half rushing yards. I did say earlier the way to attack them is with the run game. Shanahan, I think, will get that cooking early. And CMC over four and a half receptions. I do think that the corners are a legit problem. They, I don't think Debo and Ayuk are going to get crazy targets. And I think this is when Purdy might have to lean on the short reception game of CMC here and there for some uh, dink and dunks. So over four and a half receptions for him. And this is the playoffs. You're going to lean on your stars. When shit is going rough, time to – you paid all this money, you made the trades, time to use the people that got you to where you are. No, no more trick plays, no more pull the guy off the practice squad no one's heard of. Like, no, we're, we're going with the fucking the best of our best. And that's why I got those two props. I respect it. And our next game, AFC Championship, 630 at CBS. This line has moved a lot. The line open, Chiefs minus three. 
And then it moved to the Bengals minus one. And now we're picking it as Chiefs minus one at home. They're the favorite. Bur- Bengal in the borough. They're underdogs again. Back-to-back weeks. I don't think they fucking care. How do you see this game going? With I mean, Mahomes is hurt, but he was a full participant in practice. And, like, he's, he's been stretching. He's been looking good. He's been jogging. He hasn't shown any two any major signs of like, oh, he might not be able to play. The niggas don't respect what we be doing for that boy Paul is drunk as hell right now. My boy said Bengals and the Burrow. <laughs> Burrow. <laughs> and he just gave you straight analytics as he takes as he drinks some more Russian, Russian alcohol. Right like, now chasing, bro. I'm saying niggas gotta respect the fact that niggas, I'll be doing this shit faded. That boy be doing this shit drunk. And he's giving you a hit, and he's giving you hitters. Heaters. What does we're not even gonna talk about how nice the motherfucking playoff bets were looking. Twenty one and two, right? Plus seven hundred, plus three hundred, plus five hundred. Come on now, get it right consistently. But we we eating over here, and that's what these Bengals have been doing all motherfucking season right now. I don't can't remember the crazy win streak that they ended on exactly, but the Bengals are fucking fired. They've been playing phenomenal. They've been fucking up. They fucked it. They beat the shit out the Bills. So they look good. And the Chiefs, I think the Chiefs are a shootout team. They're going to come in here ready to fuck some shit up. Pat Mahomes does not care that his ankle is messed up. It's not going to slow down even slightly. But at least in that game was not adrenaline. There was nothing in his mind that told him he wasn't going to be playing. So this Chiefs team is going to come ready. The crowd's going to be loud. It's going to be an electric game. But, boy, this Bengals team has been on fire. You heard the the uh, team, the Bengals team has came out and said it hit the press. I am big for Neverland shit hit the press because you're giving the other team bulletin board material. Like they, they they're giving, they're the Bengals team is openly calling Arrowhead Stadium, Burrowhead Stadium, because Patrick Mahomes is zero three against Joe Burrow. That's crazy. That's Burrowhead Stadium we're going into this week, right? I'm just saying that this is the worst time, in my opinion. But we also saw Jair Alexander put bulletin board material for Jay Jettas and lock him down. So the trends haven't hit the best this year. I do think this is the worst time, especially Eli Apple's been fucking mad shit. And if the Chiefs don't forget, like, I remember Eli Apple was talking shit to Tyreek Hill, and Tyreek Hill's been talking, like, uh, hates Eli Apple. But it wasn't just Tyree Kill he was talking shit to. He was talking shit to the whole Chief squad. Like, oh, send them boys home. Have fun in Cabo. Y'all thought y'all were going to beat us? Like, all those little shits he was tweeting last year that he did to the Bills this year. Like, they're just walking with a target on their back. But they do got a John Wick quarterback. So, I don't know. Right. I really wish you didn't tell me that. I, I, I was so convinced on my pick walking into this fucking you know. Walking into this podcast, I even had a conversation with my brother before the game, before the podcast, and I'm just like, damn, why'd you say that? Eli Apple's about to get fucked up. Dude, they don't have to – I will say Mahomes is, like, top 10 in yards after catch this season, and he's not that – he's not up in the top 10 for deep shots either. So, like, the same offense they had last year with Tyreek is not the same offense they had this year where they don't really have a guy who I think like MVS is the person that might beat someone over the deep. And like MVS is a good deep shot guy, but he's also not like, I'm not worried about MVS every game. Like that's not something I'm going into like, Oh, we got worried about MVS. Like how you gotta do with Tyreek. So it's like Juju to Tony and MVS. 
Kelsey's the real weapon, and it's like, but that deep threat option it really isn't there. And I so it is interesting to see like this is a completely different Chiefs offense I think than from last year. So it is like how do you like I don't know how to really break this one down. It's a pick them for a reason. No, nah, no cap. And I look at it like the Chiefs. If the Patrick Mahomes ankle injury is the big is a big deal in a sense, just off the fact that like last time they played, he got the jump man touchdown. Like you can't really go for that athletic of a play. You can't really dive for that. And those are the plays that are gonna matter the most. Like are the plays you gotta really put your body on the line and remember, like, yo, this is I'm willing to die out here on this field. And I think that's the Pat Mahomes that's coming, and I'm scared. Uh, I think it was the Pat McAfee show. Someone said, or maybe it wasn't that I can't remember what podcast I was listening to, but they were saying like Mahomes, he took the league by storm early. He won that Super Bowl. He went again and lost. And he hasn't he hasn't made it back since, but he has such a – like, you know, his, he did so much shit early. MVP, Super Bowl MVP, won Super Bowl. And they were like, Aaron Rodgers did hit all his shit early as well. And we've all been saying for the last 15 years, like, where's the next Super Bowl at? And people were like, is this another Mahomes? And they're also comparing Josh Allen to that same thing, minus he doesn't have a Super Bowl win. Like, it was just like, they did so much shit early. And people forget, like, winning Super Bowl is so fucking hard that, like, some of these greats have only ever won one. Like, like Peyton Manning probably uh, – Peyton Manning didn't win his other one until the Broncos, and he got carried on his way to it. Like, it was – like, a shit like that was, like, everyone's expecting Mahomes to win three or four or five just because of how great of a team they have. That's hard to do. Like Aaron Rodgers is up there, echelon top tier quarterback, and he might retire with just one in his belt. No, for real. That's fact. That was a great fucking take. Motherfucking, you don't know how this game's going to go. And I think the Pat Mahomes angle injury is the only thing I think that can really sway. But it's not anything that he's the only, I think the only difference between Pat Mahomes with one less ankle is that he's just not going to roll out to the side of the ankle. It's curt on. The fucking the, the long side of the field is open, or even the short side, motherfucking. As long as it's the side that is um that's good, he's gonna take off. Chiefs are ten and zero when Chiefs are ten and zero when um Mahomes throws ninety percent of his passes in the pocket. Wow, that's a crazy stat. Yeah, but now how's decision time, man? Who are you taking? Not nah, fucking. I'll go first. Go first, Kev. I went first in the NFC. I think it's only right you get the first pick here. I really, 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 really want to pick the Chiefs. Just because I feel like they, this isn't the right time to talk shit. Pat Mahomes has something to prove. And this this team, this team just wants another, this team's still hungry. But I'm going to take the Bengals just because the way they decimated the Bills. They really didn't give Josh Allen a chance. They kept him in the pocket. They made him sit, they made him sit down and shut the fuck up. They're, they On defense, they were hungry. They kept going. Like, there's gonna, this game's going to be a shootout, and it's up to Joe Beasy. Like, can Joe Beasy really can stay, um, continue to pick, pick apart this defense and, like, really show him, like, yo, I'm not scared of y'all motherfuckers. And the defense just has to get one or two stops late. They can get one or two stops late. The same defense that stopped Pat Mahomes in a to a three and out in um overtime last year. They can win this shit. Taking the Bengals here, and I think they'll do it. Is like 
decisively. I think the Bengals win, and their defense has just been playing like take the playoffs alone. They're looking like a top six, top five defense. Like just the way that these boys have really like. If it wasn't for Trey Henderson and Sam Hubbard's fucking nine, like Sam Hubbard's ninety-eight yard fumble recovery touchdown, we might be talking about the Ravens last week going to play the bank, uh, going to play the Bills. Like their defense is really playing spectacular. They had they had Josh Allen and the Bills in a fucking box all game in their home, and the Chiefs and the, and the Chiefs. I I give all the credit to their offensive scheme and the talent around them. But this defense, I think, honestly, will create – I think Mahomes will throw an interception. I think Mahomes will also – there will be a couple three and outs. Like, Josh Allen wasn't throwing interceptions early, but there were three and outs when the Bengals were scoring touchdowns. And I think something similar is going to happen. I, I definitely I, – I could see this game being 17-7 and a half time. Bengals are winning, and the Bengals are doing the same thing they did last week, and they're just kind of coasting the second half, like running the ball a lot, scoring when they need to score – and the defense is just playing lights out. So I think the Bengals win this one pretty pretty good. Fuck them boys up, no cap. I mean, I'll, I like this to be a crazy-ass game. I like it to be like, wow, the Bengals really going to another Super Bowl-type situation. Joe Burr, like, it just the, – the moxie, the confidence, like, I cannot bet against that right now. I really cannot. I wasn't there. I wasn't there. And then – um. Let me see. Then the other thing I'm going to point out with this game is Chiefs are 7-1 at home. They don't lose at home. They are really good at home. Bills were 7-1 at home as well. So, I mean, kind of keep that in mind. If Patrick Mahomes at home, like if they come out and put up, like if they're up 17-0, do you think the Bengals are out of it? I don't either. And that's why I think the Bengals – if now if the Bengals are up 17-0, I think the Chiefs are out of it. Yeah, and I, and the Bengals haven't given up a first-quarter touchdown in a minute, and I think that's because the Chiefs' defense doesn't come ready to play early. Now they got to play from behind, and Pat Mahomes is going to be trying to do all types of crazy shit. Then – so I got a couple props. One of them, Isaiah Pacheco over 11 and a half carries. This is at like plus 105 odds. He's been the running back they like to use into end of year. And I think they're I think the Chiefs are gonna try to run the ball early. And eleven and a half is low for I think somebody who is the running back one for this team. And I think the Chiefs know like if you want to beat a team, you gotta do you gotta do both sides of the ball. You gotta throw it and run it. You can't just be throwing all day on this team. And the, because if you do that, the Bengals will be able to play you really well. So I think he gets over eleven and a half carries. Travis Kelsey over seven and a half receptions. This is at plus one ten odds. Like I said for the last game, when going gets rough and it's the playoffs, you're gonna go to who works and who is your best play. And Travis Kelsey is Mahomes number one, number two. He's just he, that's a safety blanket. Everything like I think Kelsey's gonna get twelve plus targets. Give me the over seven and a half receptions, and Travis Kelsey over seventy nine and a half receiving yards. He. I would take this up to like 85, 89, just because he's he's the equivalent of a wide receiver one in the playoffs. And every wide receiver one in the playoffs in the shootout, you're expecting to put up over 100 yards. Like So give me over 79 and a half receiving yards. And then I do have some, um, like, I want to say fun bets, 
but just like uh, the plus odds that people, like I've been shouting out, I've given out plus money odds on everything. NFC Conference to win the Super Bowl this year, still sitting at plus 105. I think the Eagles and 49ers are the two best teams in the NFL, two best defenses, two best all around. Like, take unbiasedness out of it. Who has the best football team on the field? It's the 49ers and Eagles. They can, on both sides of the ball, the top tier. And I can't say that about every other team. Plus 105, give me them. And then I have, for my longer shot bets, this is a plus 25, a plus 2,400 bet. Plus 2,400. Travis Kelsey to score two touchdowns and Christian McCaffrey to score two touchdowns. Oh. 20, plus 2,400 odds. It's big odds. And I, I didn't want to have a lot of legs, a lot of shit to lean on and hope for. I'm just hoping, like, these are your stars. You're in the red zone, Patrick Mahomes. You're going to start throwing the ball. And then Christian McCaffrey, he's going to get the targets. He's going to get the runs. And I actually forgot to give out this prop for the 49ers. Brock Purdy over one and a half passing touchdowns plus 120. I just think he's thrown over two almost every game he's played this year. Like, so it's just to throw two, give me that all day. And then uh, my teaser I'm going to give out is it's a three-leg teaser plus 150 odds. 49ers versus Eagles over 40 points. I think this is going to be like a 2024 game, something like that. Both teams score in the 20s. Bengals plus seven, 49ers plus eight and a half. I think both these games are coming down real close. No way either 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 one of these teams is going to lose by a touchdown or more. And that's at plus 150, 20 to win 35. I threw that in. I mean, 20 to uh, yeah, 20 to win 35. Nice, nice, nice. I'm fucking with it. Hey, you've been on a fucking tear, like. Let's see if you keep killing them, man. These are all fucking very yeah, that that 24-1 to 1 bet is a long shot. But I haven't given out I've given out good odd bets, but I haven't given out like something that really like put 10 to win 240 type of bet. So I felt like it's only right I've been on a heater. Let me go on. Let me go. Let me really this is a what do they call it in basketball? A heat check. <laughs> heat check. This is a heat check, right? This is I'm taking a three deep. I'm taking a very deep three with a hand in my face right now. I'm just seeing how hot I am. I respect you to the fullest. <laughs> All right, Kev, I'm going to ask you one. I'm going to need you to put a little energy on. If you had not a hot take, but something you're standing on heavy, something like a, not a bold prediction, nothing, but just like a something you can come with the energy with, something like you, you're, you're stamping into existence right here. Eagles two turnovers. Eagles to force. Wait, say it again. Eagles to force two turnovers. Why? Because this team hasn't the law of averages. Like you always say, like this team really does not fuck up crazy. So like them and they, but they just haven't had to deal with no other team that looks like them. So we're going against another team like them motherfucking this team's just gonna get them frustrated and if they're frustrated late maybe down two scores i don't know what brock pretty looks like under pressure no i i respect that for real because that's true like we haven't seen him really tested and we haven't seen uh we haven't seen i haven't seen brock Purdy getting rushed 
And that's the one thing I think Eagles may be able to do. They had like seven sacks last game, six sacks, five sacks. They're on a run of like five plus sacks, like four games in a row. So like that's the one thing they can do is get to the QB. Yeah, that's gonna be frustrating, especially having to look over your shoulder because he's some big motherfuckers. So yeah, I like the Eagles defense to really be the be the cause of rift in this fucking football game. All right, Chad. So I giving out the, my props. I giving out my long shot bets. I giving out. I even had fuck it. While I'm here, and the odds are still the same because I don't want to be like I have this bet later. Like, go hammer this bet like I did. Plus six hundred odds, 49ers to beat the Bengals in the Super Bowl. Oh. Uh-huh. Plus four fifty odds, 49ers to win the Super Bowl. Plus seven hundred odds, Block Purdy to be the MVP. You could have bet that shit like three weeks ago. You bet on Nitro. I bet I bet the Brock Purdy shit three weeks ago or uh last week. So like the odds may be a little different, but definitely take if you think the 49ers are going all the way like I do, it's a QB award. Take take the take the QB of the team that you think's gonna win. That's real, man. All right. And then uh we didn't we didn't say our locks and dogs, so I'll let everyone know we we, we co-signed before the show started that both of our picks would be our lock and dog. So Kev's lock is the Eagles, and Kev's dog is the Bengals. And I went double dog this week, 49ers and Bengals. Nice. I want to know, how does that work whenever we got double dogs? Do we ever hit on double dogs? We have never hit double dogs. But we also are a playoff podcast. We're a playoff podcast. That's real. But, hey, man. If that's it, if that's all we got, man, that's all we got. For you, Paul, you got anything else, man? No, nah, I mean, uh, safe betting to everybody. Hopefully, you tail us because, like I said, I'm on an incredible heater right now. It doesn't even make sense. The uh, like twenty one and two, that you're, I'm picking at an incredible rate. It don't make sense. Like, just ride the hot streak right now. Someone says you'd never get off a horse midstream. So like I'm on the I'm on the heater horse. Come ride it with me. Oh yeah, man. But hey man, if you didn't know, I don't mind telling you again that me and Miss Mia Bella are in this motherfucker and this has been a totally blitz podcast, man. I'm in this bitch with Paul Pickham Pick and Winham Concert. My name is Kevin Waterboy Savoy. And we have to talk that bullshit for you. Had to break out all the NFC AFC conference championships. And it's a Fucking gonna be a great fucking Sunday, Paul. Everybody enjoy these last few games of football, man. And we're gonna get holler at you on the next one, man. And if you didn't know, I don't mind telling you again that you's a bitch. Let him in, passing out the medicines. We've been on that rock star regiment, knowing that I'm heaven sent, higher than I ever been. Got a problem with being problematic Get the light beam on me, ready for electrostatic Don't you step into this box if you're not batting Then my gang got tools, you could call them boy crap Man, this gang got rules, man, you better watch your passes This ain't not new, it ain't season maxing All I'm saying is true, you better stop your capping Lacking really your ass all in the passing